0: PlushCare.com slash The biggest breaking news stories, an outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio.
1: Good morning to you. It's Thursday the 6th of April. You're watching Breakfast with me Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk. Coming up after Nicola Sturgeon's husband was released without charge as part of a police investigation over £600,000 of donations to the SNP, Scotland's first former First Minister faces questions over whether she had prior knowledge of his arrest. Uh, Meanwhile, the government has leased a giant barge to be docked off the Dorset coast to hold 500 asylum seekers despite legal threats from local Tories and Metropolitan police officers have been taken away from fighting terror and other serious and organised crime to investigate their own colleagues for wrongdoing. 6.33 is the time. This is Talk Breakfast. Uh, Good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Lots to talk about today.
0: It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work.
1: Particularly, of course, that extraordinary scene yesterday uh, where we saw uh, police uh, raiding uh, the SNP offices and uh, searching the home of the former First Minister of Scotland that she shares uh, with her husband. Peter Murrell, a former chief executive of the SNP. Uh, He uh, he faced 12 hours of questioning by police after being arrested, uh, involved in investigation over some missing £600,000 in campaign donations uh, to the SNP for a second referendum. That's been an ongoing investigation for a number of years. Of course, the case, even though Peter Murrell has been released uh, from police custody, is still a live case. That will obviously limit what we can say in relation to anything that could prejudice if and when there were any charges brought and if and when there were any trial. Uh, We need to protect that process. However, big questions politically that can still be discussed about the SNP and Nicola Sturgeon. What did she know when? Did the police deliberately delay this investigation and delay uh, this search of the home and the arrest until after Nicola Sturgeon uh, was no longer first minister? Who knew what when? Well, all of that is going to be discussed throughout the show. And joining me for that conversation is Alan Tolhurst. He's chief reporter at Politics Home. Good morning to you. Good morning, Julian. Um, I have to say... <laughs> I was I was live on air when this story right. broke. I mean, absolutely flabbergasted.
2: Yeah, and, and you know, it's, uh, it's recess at the moment. It's Easter recess. The House of Commons, the House of Parliament is in recess. It's meant to be a quiet week for politics, yes. but it never, never oh, really ne- is. Oh, that's it, never worked it never out really once. Is. Come on. Uh, no, it hasn't. And, Everyone yeah, goes off on holiday. And, oh, whoops, this is Exactly, happening. yeah, an absolute bolt from the blue. And uh, yeah, I say, this, the investigation, we've known it's been going on. There was never really any sense for a while that there was sort of criminal elements to it, that it was an investigation into sort of internal finances it mm. seemed quite a boring investigation it's definitely not boring now and and yeah it opens up a whole load of questions about Nicola Sturgeon about the timing of her resignation and i think broader politically a lot of questions about Hamza Yousaf who succeeded as snp yeah. leader he was seen as the continuity candidate you know would he have won the... Well
1: yeah, it was fifty two forty eight, the golden ratio for all all votes yep. of every kind now. yeah, um, and, and, and there's a question, because he was very much the yeah, the continuity candidate, he was you know, Nicola Sturgeon's sort of anointed successor, sort yeah, of unofficially, was... but everyone knew that was the case. Yeah. And she was someone who had criticized Nicola Sturgeon on various issues like the trans debate and things which was seen as the, the, the issue that ultimately brought Nicola Sturgeon yeah. down. But did she you know, then she said, Oh, you know, she liked you know, I just Cinder Adone sort of run out of energy for for being first minister. Minister. Um, but the big question did she know that this was going to happen? But did, again, because of this effectively is one party state that we've got in, in terms of you know, the dominance of the SNP yeah, yeah. in Scotland politically, um, there are concerns and big questions being asked about the timing. Why suddenly is there an, an arrest? Why suddenly is this investigation sort of heating up? Did she know in advance about this? And that does raise questions because if there had been this arrest, Investigation again. We don't know if anyone's done any has done anything yeah. wrong at all. We should always remember people are innocent until lesser until proven guilty. Um, that the, if there had been this arrest though during that leadership campaign,
2: yeah,
1: would Kate Forbes have won?
2: I think quite quite probably because, as you say. He was the sort of anointed successor. He was backed by sort of all the party elite. And in a sense, anything other than a use of victory would have been a massive surprise. And the fact that it was so close in the end, I think was a surprise anyway. So definitely if you chuck into the mix something as kind of as uh, stark as this, you know, the idea of, that, you know, the former chief exec being uh, arrested, then, yeah, I do, I do think that does change the, the maths yeah. on that and we'd have a very different outlook um, up, in, up in Scotland at the moment. Because the,
1: the, the reason given for Peter Murrell's resignation as chief executive of the party, and, again, I don't know, let's face it, most of the country, Scotland is 10% of the population, that's an important constituent part of the UK, um, but most of certainly most of our audience, you know, most voters in this country don't get a chance to vote for the SNP, no. it's not part of their daily lives, but everyone knows who Nicola Sturgeon is. She's been yeah. a really, really, really important uh, figure nationally um um but you know we didn't really know much about peter Morrill. i doubt very many scots could have picked him out of a lineup frankly um and, uh, and certainly not most people around the rest of the country but he came. He sort of came to prominence because um, he resigned over this issue of membership, and that was the yes. debate about whether did they have a hundred thousand members or did they have seventy thousand members. They'd lost thirty thousand members, and 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 they we had a an SNP press officer who resigned yeah. because yeah, thought, he'd yeah. given false information to the media and been really quite critical of people asking questions. We we think you've lost a big percentage of your membership, yeah. and again, this was all about was the mess. This idea of a continuity candidate in Humza Yousaf. This was about well actually there are an awful lot of SNP members who are very unhappy with the Scottish leadership and that's why they've given that they've given back their membership cards.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and, and the, the point about the SNP why they've been so successful the past sort of twenty years is that they've been a very united party, obviously united behind independence, but disciplined, very disciplined. They've kept a lot of their internal um, disquiet behind closed doors and it's not really broken out into the into the public arena and actually this the contest between Hamza Yusuf and Kate Forbes was the first time we've really seen that kind of internal battle going on and breaking out into public and it's really interesting for a party that's kept itself so tightly regimented yeah. so together it is falling apart rather quickly yeah well,
1: Alex Salmond, um, you know the, the allegations against him which were by the you know he, he was completely exonerated yeah um, and uh, in terms of you know the, these these allegations that, that he' sexually assaulted various women um, and and, and then, and then there was a whole you know, investigation in various committees in the Commons about you know, well, in, sorry, in Scotland about well, who knew what when, yeah, yeah. Um, and did Nicholas Sturgeon know? Um, and that's when that was the first sign of this internecine warfare. Mm. He, of course, has set up the Elba Party, but, but that,
2: that only took two MPs with him. He only took yeah. two MPs of the rest. of The rest all stuck behind Sturgeon, and she actually, you know, came out of that, and that kind of proved that she was, you know, ultimately in, still in control of yeah. the party and still in control of the country. And so, to now see. With her gone, that vacuum that's been created, obviously not just uh, her, but her husband, obviously the the chief exec, John Swinney, the long-term deputy as well, kind of shows that kind of dearth of leadership at the top and in a in result you know it, it's going to be difficult I think for the SNP yeah. to, to try and to. Well to also I mean
1: look Humza Yusuf who's the, the new leader is just not he's, he, look, he, he's not as good as Sturgeon let's face it she I mean what you think of independence what you think of the SNP what you think of of, of Nicola Sturgeon personally mm. she is the consummate performer I mean she has been a fantastic media operator yeah. uh, political operator if you actually look at what she's actually achieved and done in Scotland she got a very free ride on covid and lockdown when she was i mean you know she's got a worse record than boris johnson had on a lot of those issues um in terms of health and education uh, absolutely appalling i mean she's done really badly um bearing in mind you know per, per pound uh, spent uh, for, for scottish people per, per head compared to english people is is a couple of grand a year more i mean that's that's a big difference um, and still not delivering on that front so um But she is this fantastic operator, fantastic performer. She can sort of, you know, she's just so good in interviews. She, you know, you'd think... She'd be able to handle this, and yet, and yet she's gone, <laughs> yeah. which is probably why it's all happened. And there's yeah. no Will Hamza Yousaf be able to handle this? I mean, is this the beginning of the end for the SNP?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, it it, it definitely could be. And what what did his quote was? He said, "It doesn't look great," or something. You know, it's like it wasn't exactly the quote for the ages about how how things are how things are looking for them. And I do think, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be very tricky. We well, obviously we've got um, potentially a by election coming up in Rutherglen and West Hamilton uh, with um, with the SNP MP. Uh, um, Margaret Ferrier, obviously potentially being ejected from the Commons. So therefore, I think that's going to be an early test potentially for her, uh, for Hamza Youssef as the SNP leader and whether actually whether Labour, who are looking to pick up lots of seats in Scotland now, whether they're going to be able to win back that seat that was a former, a former Labour stronghold. Yeah, so it's actually- going to be test for him. Obviously, there's going to be the, probably, you know, the, the um, Westminster election next year. They've also got a new leader in Westminster as well. Stephen Flynn only took over as, as leader for me in Blackford not, not that long ago. So it's not that much time for them to kind of get their ducks in a row and try and hold on to indeed. what was, a, again, a high watermark performance in 2019. Yeah,
1: indeed. And we've got, you know, of course, there'll be local elections coming up and then there will be general election next year. Actually, we've got, you know, Scottish elections a, a, a again. Um, let's have a quick look before we go to the break uh, at um, the Scottish front newspaper front pages. Mm. Uh, we don't normally uh, cover those in this paper. Let's look at the Scotsman. Uh, first of all, um, SMP in disarray after Murrell arrested and officers uh, raided. Um, and uh, and and this and this has got a picture of a police officer outside uh, Nicholas Sturgeon's home with that police tent erected. Normally, I mean, normally police tents are erected when they're digging up a body. I don't know what the hell people have got shovels for. Yeah, about that. that totally threw me. Uh, the Daily Record um, picture of Peter Morrell, uh, the man arrested and released uh, by the police, uh, you're nicked is their front page. Uh, the uh, Press and Journal, Sturgeon Husband quizzed by police in SNP cash probe, another picture of police outside the home. Uh, the Herald moral um, is released as SNP probe continues again a picture outside the home and the national very much the most sort of staunchly Scottish independence paper moral released after SNP finance probe arrest um, and again I'm saying that the, the national UK papers uh, largely sticking with similar headlines as well uh, we'll uh, talk more about uh, what else is in the news including that giant barge uh, and the MP lobbying scandal Oh yes, and World Health Organisation 75th anniversary But uh, could they be taking on a lot more powers over our lives? We'll talk about all that coming up. This is Talk Breakfast.
0: The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio.